Hello and welcome to the Let's Not Panic podcast. We're two practical people chronicling a pretty impractical trip. We're trying not to panic. I'm Maggie. And I'm Adam. And first of all, we wanted to say thank you to iTunes for featuring us on the podcast page. We did a dance. We high-fived. It's very, very exciting, but also adds a lot of pressure. So Adam's panicking. Kind of freaking out over here. This, this is this week's panic. Yeah. <laughs> like even good news for Adam is yeah, is kind of bad news. I think good news is actually a little <laughs> bit scarier for me. I you know, don't know what to do. It's not like a problem to be solved. I, I'm just kind of freaking out. Anyway. Yeah. I think you're delightful. I'm not worried. Well, I'm glad. Thank you for the faith. <laughs> um, and we're in New Orleans now, but we wanted to follow up with some questions from last episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a dude I went to high school with named Bill, um, which <laughs> sounds kind of made up. It's like, and his name is Bob. Anyway, uh, had a question for Adam. Uh, the question was, why not use a step-up converter? Uh to go just to charge the laptop, it would be a little bit more efficient. The thing is we're using the power inverter for just general charging. He guessed the answer too. I charge my drone off of that. We charge really the most common thing that we charge is our iPhones just while we're driving because mm-hmm. we just leave GPS running or a mapping application running. And audiobooks too. Yeah. We're just draining the batteries on our iPhones yeah. all day. So all day. So that's what we're doing, usually charging. And then, yeah, my Phantom 3 needs to be charged. We do charge our laptops, but really only when we're parked at a campsite for a full day or something like that. Um, but, yeah, not just basically keeping it so that it's completely generic was the most important thing. So yeah. that's why I not do that. Other feedback we got from last episode was that I cut Adam off when he was talking about wiring. And one yeah. of our listeners was very disappointed about Friend that. of the show, Red. Friend of the show, Red <laughs> Scott. Yeah, he's very <laughs> interested in the wiring and probably I should elaborate a little bit on... I think the, the thing I, you cut me off on was the big three upgrade, what that actually means. Um, and I looked it up because I don't really remember. But basically, there are three wiring paths uh, from the alternator in the electrical system in my particular vehicle, our particular vehicle. Sorry, Maggie. That's okay. Um, the alternator positive to battery positive, the battery negative to the chassis, which is basically the ground chassis, uh, and the engine ground to chassis, which is just like another ground path. Um, all of those are woefully insufficient, especially if you're going to do any sort of electrical system upgrades. So the key thing to do is just install much better connections and thicker gauge wire for all of those. And then your electrical systems in a lot better shape to handle any sort of upgrade or enhancement, which is definitely the case for what we added. So that's what that was about. Nice and simple, right? Not too bad, Maggie. I totally tuned out. You were still <laughs> I looking. blacked out. You looked lucid, though, when I looked over at you. So well, You're very good looking. Yeah. <laughs> kind of just ride on that. Um, so that's to follow up on the wiring cut that I tuck- cut short. And mm-hmm. the other feedback that we've gotten is more pictures of our equipment, please. Yeah. Which we would really love to do. We planned to do that while we were camping right before we arrived in New Orleans. But it was, first of all, so hot. It was the most humid place I've ever been in my entire life. We were camping in the National Forest. One of the National Forests. The Forest. Sam Houston National Forest. Yeah, there you go. Well, good memory. Look at you. I took an Instagram there. Ah, uh, <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> I was a little surprised. Usually you do not remember any of the names of places, but that one, boom, boom. had it. (laughs) Um, It was really humid. We were also in a forest, so 
my idea was well i shouldn't spoil it but i have an idea that involves the drone and the equipment yeah um and hopefully we have we lots get to of ideas that. we would love to take more pictures of our equipment but that particular camp spot was completely overrun with red ants and was also the most humid place in the entire world yeah and then we got to new orleans and we're like well we'll do it here but it rains like every other 10 minutes i think it's raining right now and it was just sunny like 20 I think minutes it ago just stopped I was kind of hoping that there would be rain, like audible, I, so I'm that people sure there would is. believe us when we're like, we're in New Orleans, and then you just hear like tick, 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 of all the rain. My headphones, like, that sounds legit. My headphones are a little bit better, and I, th- I can totally hear rain in them. So oh, I think okay. maybe the listeners will be able to hear some rain if they've got some good headphones on. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's a little risky. I think we're still going to have a chance to do it because we also need to inventory all of our equipment mm-hmm. for the shipping before we send it through uh, out of Houston. Yeah, which is in three days. So. No. Yeah. It's in a little longer than that, right? Like three and a half days? The 29th. Today is the 25th. Should we panic? Oh, okay. So that's four days. Yeah. I'm not crazy. We shouldn't panic. I think that's the the theme of the podcast. (laughs) It's right there in the name. Um. so that covers everything, I think. We're going pictures are coming. Pictures are coming. All that to say, we're we're working on it and we definitely want to take pictures before we ship the vehicle, just in case the vehicle falls off the container ship. We and it's gone forever. Yeah, we at least <laughs> want to have some proof that the vehicle existed at some point. I feel like if the if Shadow, our car, falls off of the shipping container, that's like a perfectly legitimate moment to panic. Yeah. What would we do? That's a good, I think, that's a good well, thought experiment. Well, first I'd have to have like a lot of good crying. Mm-hmm. I, I cry react to a lot of things. Yeah, she's had some cries in the last couple of weeks. Oh, come on, man. I'm just putting it like out there. Like one. One or two in the last week. One. Uh, okay. That I recall. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the other component of your cry fits is that you kind of black out and don't realize that you're having them. But <laughs> You know, normal stuff. <laughs> so um, so first crying. Mm-hmm. I think you'd cry too. Because uh, like, let's be real. Shadow's like your other wife. Your truest wife. The only time I've ever cried is during The Dark Knight. The movie. No. Yeah. You almost cried during our wedding. Yeah. Almost. That was pretty close, but no. That was a close call. Just the end of the dark night. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most ridiculously butch thing I think I've ever heard about you. Yeah. He's he's the hero we deserve. Oh, God. All right. Uh, I think I'm tearing up right now. (laughs) Anyway, so first we'd cry. Then I feel like a lot of drinking. And then we'd start shopping for a new vehicle and we'd be fine. We'd make it work. All right. Yeah, you're much more reasonable about this. It's a problem. I was solved. like, and See? then we just go home and no. we'd hang our heads in defeat, and we'd be like, "Podcast over. No, um, my life is over." Maybe we get some motorcycles. Oh God, that's yeah. such a bad idea for me particularly. For, I mean, neither of us have a motorcycle's license or any experience driving them. It sounds like a real adventure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a terrible idea. If by adventure you mean terrible idea, you're correct. Yeah. Um. So where are we, Maggie? We're in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um. We just got here, and previously we were in Austin. Yeah, that which was, was awesome. It was amazing. I love barbecue. I knew this going into it, and we've talked about it. <laughs> I a knew lot. this. This was a known fact, <laughs> but now I love barbecue about ten times more. Um, I I had a few barbecue sessions. Ten times. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. I had a few barbecue sessions in Austin that the it was just so good that it was making me angry. Anger was like the primary emotion I was feeling. <laughs> you should explain what you mean by that a little bit more. Because I don't get to eat that normally. 
<laughs> I don't I don't get the Austin barbecue, and it just kind of made me mad that it existed in the world without me. I couldn't even enjoy it. I was, You're it was like so the good. Who sexually harass beautiful female celebrities online just because they like can't ever be with them, but uh, to barbecue. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> it's the same emotional place. Uh, all right. <laughs> it's kind of creepy, Maggie. I don't know. Um, so we ate a lot of barbecue, including one place. God, what was that restaurant called? Friedman's. Oh, yeah. Friedman's is definitely the MVP, I'd say. Adam ate a pound and a half of meat. Oh, don't tell him that. He ordered an entire pound of meat first. In my that defense. was a trio of meats. And then he followed it up with an extra order of brisket. In my defense, <laughs> when they weigh ribs, they weigh them with the bones, I believe. If I'm, okay. not, if I'm wrong about that, then I'm, I'm surprised. So the first dish is probably only about 0.8 pounds of meat okay. with 0.2 pounds of bones. Still a lot of meat, and In, I, I regret the the second order. Do you of a half a pound of you beef brisket? You seemed really happy about it. I at was the really time. happy, but then I kind of went into like a blank fugue state where I was just kind of <laughs> meat sweating everywhere and <laughs> couldn't talk, and definitely felt a little weird. I felt like I was barbecue for about a day and a half. I mean, I think you pretty much were. Yeah, it gets in my, and you know, I'm not the best with table manners, and I have a beard right now, which I'm not used to wielding. Um, and so I'm wielding this beard covered in barbecue sauce for the next day and a half. The thing with that place, which was amazing, Friedman's was so good. And the, I think it was called a smoky cactus cocktail that I got yeah, there was yeah, like was the best margarita mm-hmm. I've had other than that one in Albuquerque. Um, but after eating there, everything you're wearing and all of your hair smells like smoked meat. Which is great. <laughs> Which is like great if you are a person who loves the smell of smoked meat. Mm-hmm. But if you're a normal mm-hmm. person who doesn't consider that like a deep aphrodisiac, <laughs> like, it's like a little weird. You're like, hmm, that's strange. I smell like ribs. I definitely don't know about aphrodisiac. I was not up for any sort of love <laughs> no. after eating that barbecue. <laughs> I think if you don't eat 1.5 pounds of it, I it's don't, fine. I don't really see how anyone goes in there and gets away without eating 1.5 pounds I had of meat. 0.5 pounds yeah. of meat. I'd argue and I that was sufficient. That's weird. I argue that's no, the weird thing. No, both me and Kat were completely fine. Did you taste that meat? I did. So good. It was really good. Oh, man. So Friedman's was definitely the barbecue MVP. And mm-hmm. then we, we went, went to, to the fancy place, too. Don't forget the fancy place. Oh, Lambert's. Lambert's. And it was mm-hmm. fine. It was a different thing than what I wanted. It was like, oh, this is... You know, like kind of gourmet. Yeah, it was San Francisco y huh. barbecue. It was like gourmet ish, smaller portion size. What I obviously what I look for out of a barbecue session is just getting down and dirty with it. And it kinda you know, the, the fanciness got in the way. It was good, but I, I wanted to get filthy with some barbecue. Adam would prefer all of his barbecue if it came in a trough and then somebody just came and rubbed it all over his face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't have to move my hands or anything like that. Yeah, that would be great. If it was appropriate to just face dive a plate (laughs) of barbecue, Adam would do that. Are you saying it's not appropriate? It's not appropriate. I know what I was doing. Like, I'm no Emily Post, but I can tell you that Mm -hmm. shit's not appropriate. Yeah. Anyway, um, the other thing that we ate like way too much of in Austin was breakfast tacos. This is new to me. This was. Some new shit has come to light. New shit has come to light. Yeah. I was not privy to all the new shit. So (laughs) I was a huge fan of a breakfast burrito. I lived in San Diego for eight to 10 years. I consider myself an expert. Eight to 10? 
I don't. I can. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's weird to not actually yeah. know how this long. This is, is your life. It's not like you're estimating <laughs> like how long somebody served as like. I have a really hard time comptroller. remembering when I started college, and then I. That would be 2002. Okay, but I that was a year before you. That's 2002. Okay, 2002, <laughs> and then. I, let's not do this on the air. I can't figure it out right now. So let's say 2013. So let's say 11 years. You know, so a long time. San that Diego. wasn't even in the window you suggested. You're like eight <laughs> to 10 years, actually 11 years. I'm just, you know, ballpark. <laughs> These are all ballpark figures. Yeah. Um, and so I consider myself something of an expert at breakfast burritos. Mm-hmm. And if you disagree with me, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I know, so I know everything about breakfast burritos, mm-hmm. but then I had to stop eating them. You know, the gluten. the gluten and there's no, don't tell me about corn tortillas with breakfast burritos. That's nonsense. You got to have the flour tortilla is a huge part of it. Got to have a lot of grease in there. Mm-hmm. Some potatoes don't hurt too much cheese, which mm-hmm. also is, see the previous comment about grease. Um, and then some chorizo or some gross meat also mm-hmm. see the previous comment about cheese and then mm-hmm. the rest is eggs. Yeah. That's great. I loved it so much. And then you drown it with some really great hot sauce. My mouth is watering. I need to stop talking. You take over We've a second. We've eaten so much today. How are you possibly making yourself hungry again? We're talking about breakfast burritos here. <laughs> a whole, I have a whole other stomach for breakfast burritos. <laughs> All right. Anyway. But I haven't had anything like that for a very, very long time. And now breakfast tacos are on my radar. Breakfast and oh tacos. man, they're, they're not the same thing they don't replace breakfast burritos really i feel like they've eclipsed breakfast Uh, burritos for me because i didn't get the kind of full where it's like oh no i'm so full i've made a mistake right you don't get that kind of full so that's a big problem (laughs) i think we're coming at this from different angles priorities are different here yeah um but breakfast tacos Mm -hmm. amazing so it's just a simple description like eggs a little bit of meat a little bit of cheese inside of a corn tortilla so it's delicious we went to two places that several of our friends recommended Um, we went to torchies twice because it was walking distance from our airbnb Um, and because one of the days we had to get the car fixed so we were on foot and on bus so we didn't mean to go to Torchy's twice but it was totally worth it and it was amazing and then we went to taco deli which is like the fancy one i'd say between the two yeah I, i'm sure locals have arguments about which one is better and i my opinion on that is that they're both amazing and it's they're kind of different things i really like the ambiance of Torchy's. Mm-hmm. the you know the dark hole in the wall kind of like breakfast place although perfect. parking there was hilarious yeah let's not talk about that adam ran into a bowl <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure if you heard me. adam ran into a pole everyone in the place was watching when we walked in they were like oh man we were all watching you oh geez there's they have this parking strip okay so first of all something about austin that Everyone, like I, I commented on this immediately when we got there, and then everyone that was a local that we talked to about it was like, "Yeah, it's totally a thing." the The roads in Austin are not meant for the amount of traffic, the size of city that Austin is anymore. There, it's all two lane roads, winding here and here and there. Really, fi- like the traffic's moving too fast, and then you'll just like pull into a residential driveway or you'll pull into a parking spot where the parking spaces, and this is the case with Torchies, are like two feet of buffer from this really, really fast moving traffic. So I saw that parking spaces were going to be really hard to back out of. And I thought, Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to back into these parking spaces. And it went just like we talked about. And I hadn't had any coffee yet. 
and it did not work out super well. And he got really mad when I was like, "Oh, because you don't do you want me to drive." Yeah, she, <laughs> she offered to drive in the last like ten seconds of the trip. Well, because I thought that Come our on. spot Come was on. too big. You said something like, "We're not going to fit," and I didn't want you to have to drive anymore because you were clearly very stressed out. Oh man, that that got me. That and was that, definitely the last week's most notable panic on your part <laughs> do you want me to drive jeez anyway yeah but so anyway torchies was, was great mm -hmm. despite the parking and despite the embarrassment of like getting out of the car and walking <laughs> into this place and having <laughs> everyone. everyone like clearly just like looking at me kind of giving me like a little bit of side eye like this guy side eye that guy was straight up yeah, laughing at that, you you're right that's not side eye that's like straight the eye of the the uh <laughs> The location was definitely laughing. No, he came and talked to me. He was like, oh, we were watching you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was delighted. <laughs> Good job, eventually. <laughs> Good job, eventually, <laughs> is I think actually exactly what he said. Yeah, yeah. Um, He was great. Um, and that's the place President Obama visited when he was in Austin. Yeah. And it was delicious. Mm -hmm. And so it was, was greasy and good. Taco Deli, you have the option to make your own, uh, but... It's a little, it feels like Rubio's inside. If it's a little too clean for a taco joint, in my opinion, it's, yeah, it sounds like a weird complaint, but it, too sterile maybe is a, a better way to phrase that. The ambiance is less exciting. Like it's like in a strip mall that mm -hmm. also has really good coffee because Houndstooth coffee is really good. Yeah. We should note, I don't know which location we are, but where we went to, but there were three of them. So yeah, we some... went to the one, I think it's on South Lamar. Yeah. 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 Um, Anyway, had really good coffee right next door. We went and got coffee. We went and got the tacos, and they were really good. I think the tortillas were better at Torchies, and the inside was better at Taco Deli, but the ambiance was better at Torchies, where um, they had two iced tea like dispensers, and one of them was sweetened, and it was a picture of iced tea smiling, and the unsweetened one was like him looking all scary. And I was like, I like this place. <laughs> It's the little touches for Maggie. Yeah. 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 I like a little whimsy in my iced tea display. By the way, we should mention, Maggie said earlier that car was getting fixed on her second morning. It was just getting in alignment. It, there was nothing wrong with the vehicle. just want to clarify. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's all the same to me. Yeah, I know. That's why. <laughs> I, okay, Car's fine. Um, so then we left Austin and we stayed in the Sam Houston National Forest, which as we mentioned, was kind of intense. Yeah, and it, it was, was also, so what we've been doing from the first part, leaving California through Utah, through uh, all of Colorado, it, we kind of got spoiled, and New Mexico for that matter, where we have this app called All Stays, and I mentioned it in an earlier episode, and it has all these campgrounds that people can add, and it notates the types of campground. All of those states that I mentioned have BLM land, Bureau of Land Management, land and that's public land that anyone can use for almost any purpose um, there's restrictions around hunting firearms and sometimes there are restrictions about camping but all of those places are amazing for finding like a great place to stay where it's secluded and you have privacy all of it's amazing so when we got to texas it was a little bit of a shock to realize they don't have blm land and they don't have that kind of uh because they don't have blm land those things aren't in the apps that I've been using to try to find these places. Yeah. So I don't, I had no, I'm sure there is some resource, um, whether it's like a local resource or a forum out there, but I just couldn't find it while we were driving on the road. So we had a lot harder time trying to find dispersed camping in Texas. And it turns out also in new Orleans. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, 
let's be real. I don't really want to camp in Louisiana. Well, we basically did on our, the night before, too. It was pretty humid and pretty hot. I did not sleep. Yeah. Much. It was beautiful. It, it was, was beautiful. It, it was this forest. It was very dense forest. Mm-hmm. And there was a pretty full moon. I don't know if it was probably three quarters moon. And so at nighttime, we had like kind of misty humidity going through the trees with the moonlight. It was a beautiful place, but it was pretty hot and pretty humid and pretty hard to sleep. Yeah. Um, for Maggie, especially. I didn't sleep. Yeah. I, I got I got through it okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't snore much, which I, is unusual. Yeah, I, I never snore, so <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> um, so now we're in New Orleans, and mm-hmm. we're staying with my friend Darren. Yeah. It's very exciting. In their lovely house. it's They've been very, very nice. Darren and Nomi. Uh-huh. And their dog, Genki. That's true. Who's so cute. I usually don't like small dogs, but this is a very highly rated small dog. Yeah, this is book. like the Mona Lisa of small dogs. Yeah, he's very, very calm. He mm-hmm. never barks inappropriately. He mm-hmm. barks when someone's coming to the door, but that's all you want. And then once he knows there's no threat, he stops. So. And then he just wants belly rubs. Yeah. And he's the cutest. Yep. Um, and today we went to Jackson Square and got breakfast and got coffee at this place called Spitfire Coffee. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a... Mole cortado, which um, is just an espresso shot, and it had mole bitters, a little bit of simple syrup, and milk in it. And then I married it because it was so delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's gone. So yeah. we're not married anymore. It mm. didn't work out. You sucked all the life out of it. I did. <laughs> discarded it's the yeah. husk of the coffee. I praying mantis did it. Yeah. It. Hmm. <laughs> Should gives I, you something to look forward to. Yeah, I'm a little worried in now. the moment. Should I be concerned where I here? bite your head off and eat it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we went to the Lafayette Cemetery, mm-hmm. uh, number one, which is the historic one and the one that our lovely tour guide, who is a girl, just like standing in front of the cemetery, going like, "Hey, you want a tour? You want a tour? Tip like." just for tips and the tips go to my college fund yeah maggie gave her props for being a good huckster she was a she was a natural born huckster she had a good huckster game yeah like i think it takes a lot of balls to just stand around and be like listen give me money here's why Mm -hmm. and she like she did it in a way that was like very pleasant and it wasn't too intrusive and Mm -hmm. i like it was a fine tour that's i'd say the biggest cultural difference for most of the trip once we especially once we got out of colorado and headed south to the Mm -hmm. south People, it's, I've heard this before, but people are more friendly. They're more liable to engage in a prolonged conversation, make mm-hmm. eye contact, and just like hear what you're about. And it's, it, it's a really good reminder for me to slow down and just be like in the moment with people because yeah. it just seems like that's the norm down here. Well, and at home in San Francisco too, it's almost like intrusive or aggressive if you make too much eye contact with people, Yeah, which is a thing that I've learned the hard way because I'm inclined to do those things. And then I can tell I'm making people uncomfortable by being like, way too earnestly friendly yeah it's like what does this woman <laughs> want what from does me? she want is yeah. there someone robbing something from me yeah <laughs> um so i've been totally loving it socially in the south has like been really fun and just really warm yeah really absolutely friendly. absolutely um so we did that cemetery tour and the cemetery is amazing and we learned creepy things about how the graves work, which is basically they bury people on top of each other and tamp down the bones once they've been in these above ground graves for a while. The process she was describing is sort of a natural cremation where it yeah. gets it to 200 degrees because of the heat and the way the heat rises. Uh, they're all above ground uh, 
crypts, a catac- what, what would what's Tombs. the term? Tomb? Yeah. Yeah, and so the after a year, they come back and take the remains and then they tamp them down with these big metal objects. And Tamping them down is the yeah. most polite way to be like, they crush the skeletons With some metal ash. sticks, yeah. And she was saying, basically, the people who provide this service typically like to be really drunk and if you want them to be sober, then you have to pay like a lot more. That costs extra. Which I think is the most like just policy I've ever heard in my life. Right. Like I'm so down with that idea. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I will pay you extra to be sober slash it is worth it for you to be drunk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then after that, we went to Commander's, which is right across the street and is clearly like a destination restaurant. What's it called? Commander's Boardroom? I thought it was just Commander's. No, it's Commander's, something. Commander's Palace. Did you just make that nope, up? No, it's Commander's Palace. You made Palace. that face like you're just making it up. I made up Commander's Boardroom, but Commander's <laughs> Palace is a real thing. And it's like a place where you have to wear a collared shirt and slacks. You can't wear shorts. You can't wear jeans. Which involved me and Maggie going to the restroom. In the mall. In the mall and changing our clothes because we were sweating through our shorts and t-shirts. <sighs> Let's not even talk about the amount of sweat that's been happening. Yeah. It's, it's gross. It's a real problem. But The good it, news is we've been hydrating. Well, and so Maggie's been <laughs> struggling. I'm going to go ahead and... Well, with the camping, it's been very hard and it was a very, it was reassuring to see on the news that there's a huge heat wave everywhere in the country. Like historic heat wave. And we're driving through the hottest parts of the country, just like, oh, maybe we'll find a campground. Yeah. So it, you I know, do feel a little bit validated that I'm not just being like the world's most delicate flower. Yeah. I've been telling her like, this is hard camping. <laughs> she hasn't believed me. But then when she saw the, the big red US map of all the heat wave, she's like, oh, <laughs> That okay. we drove directly through. Right. The worst parts. Like <laughs> yeah. we're, we're driving through the red so dark that it's almost black parts. Yeah. Yeah. So. That made me feel a little better. Yeah. Um, anyway, so then we went to Commander's for lunch, which has a 25 cent martini. Mm-hmm. Can't beat that. No. I wonder what they do with people that just, you know, do the whole show, like sit down, they got their nice shirt on and their slacks mm-hmm. and they're just like, all have three martinis and they don't well, order anything else. Well, they're capped at three. Yeah, but still. Okay. A dollar fifty for oh, six you mean cocktails. Like they don't order any food. Yeah. Does that ever I happen? Want, I don't know. I didn't think to ask them. Should we go try? My, no. Yeah. I don't even like martinis that much. I just like paying 25 cents for booze. Yeah. The martini I ordered was way better. Well, yeah. I ordered just like a gin martini, though. a martini. Yeah. First of all, I, there's no need to differentiate gin martini. I ordered just a martini. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Maggie ordered some weird Smirnoff abomination. I got a melon abomination. one. <laughs> and it tasted... Not great, but it was beautiful, and all the food I had was delicious. Yeah, it was just for looking at your drink. Yeah, yeah. and it was because it was 25 cents. Yeah, and That's then we decided we'd come record this podcast right after having so some I'm martinis. Wasted. Yeah, this is some day drinking and then some <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> anyway, that seems like a good time to wrap it up into our normal yeah, oh, three before, Bs. Before we do the three Bs, we should do an update on just logistics coming up for us. We're going to be shipping the vehicle on Friday, like we mentioned, and there's good news from... Uh, Berkeley from my sister she came through on the car title yes so we have a valid car title that matches the license plate of our vehicle yeah despite the DMV we had to send in a second request and claim that we lost our title and then also explain in excruciating detail we are not in California (laughs) right now we cannot appear in person Adam spent so much time on the phone with the DMV while I like putzed around yeah well it doesn't help that the it's like an hour and a half wait time to talk to They're somebody. They're the worst. Yeah. But we and did it. We did it. Yeah. We beat bureaucracy. Of course. Well, and Jennifer Wolf. And Jennifer Wolf came through. Go, uh, Jennifer Wolf, go. Yeah. We love you, Jennifer. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you very Jennifer. much, Jenny. Um, um, I don't think she likes being called Jenny anymore. Well, 
Anyway. I'm, I'm her big brother, so <laughs> I can do what I want. All right. So for beautiful. Be, uh, am I going first? How about you go first this okay. time? Yeah. My choice for the most beautiful thing is tough because the city park in New Orleans was amazing with these hundred-year-old oak trees with all of the Spanish Spanish moss uh, hanging off of them. It's like super picturesque and spooky and gorgeous. Mm -hmm. But I think my top choice is my friend Kat's house. Really? Yeah. So my friend Kat just bought her first house and we were the first people to ring her doorbell. And so it made my heart warm, my cold, cold little heart just warm. I would also include just the entire neighborhood too. Oh, and her She's got this amazing bananas. like pond, man-made pond park right across from her house. It's amazing. And there were two kids fishing. It was like super picturesque. They were beautiful kids too. They were. Yeah. I mean, all kids are beautiful. Yeah, I'm just being no. a smartass. Oh. Oh. It's <laughs> being so genuine. They, anyway, what's your choice for beautiful? They were fine. Um, <laughs> um, beautiful, I'd say it's kind of a weird thing to pick out, but just the residential streets in New Orleans, just driving down, you'll see these, I think they're oak, really old oak trees. Mm-hmm. We learned that they're oak trees, right? Yeah. That look like almost the entire tree trunk is just spanning across the road. It's just growing horizontally across the road above like 10 feet above the street. And just, of course, like Maggie mentioned with the moss hanging down, it's a very, very beautiful uh, area to, to live. The houses are amazing. So that's my beautiful pick. Okay. For Brutal, I think the clear choice is camping in the Sam Houston National Forest. Uh, It was really humid, and I didn't sleep. Yeah, it got down to, I think, a low of 90 degrees Mm -hmm. that night. Yeah. Or 88 or something. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, my pick for Brutal is kind of related. It is in the morning after that hard night of sleep. Um, I went to get the trash. So there were red ants just swarming our campground. They were everywhere. And... I saw that this was going to be a problem with our trash. I didn't want to stick it in the trasheroo, which is like a backpack we've mentioned before that hangs off the back bumper. So I said, okay, I'm going to hang it in the tree. When I went to get that trash, when we were leaving in the morning, I cut it from the tree. And even just in like two seconds of taking that bag and throwing it into a bigger plastic bag, I got bit like three times on my right hand. And they turned into the grossest like blister, painful bites that I've, I've had from an ant. I, I didn't really expect that. So it was a little brutal. Yeah, they were jerks. Yeah. Also, we lost our cap to the AeroPress, one of the parts of the AeroPress that morning, same morning. So no coffee. So no coffee dealing with all of this double brutal. Yeah, yeah, double brutal. Double brutal. Any ant bite or any bug bite you receive in conjunction with having your means for caffeinating yourself taken away, mm-hmm. that's just unfair. This is a problem. This is a problem, dude. Mm-hmm. So that's my brutal. And for bizarre, I would choose um, Louisiana's open container laws. <laughs> so there's a daiquiri drive-through that we haven't been to yet, and probably won't go to, um, just because I don't like daiquiris that much. Do you like daiquiris? I don't really know what a daiquiri is. It's is just, it just like sugar? rum and sweet stuff. Yeah, rum and sugar. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't like any sugary. Yeah. Rum drink. Yeah. That's the problem with rum drinks. They're mostly always just sugar drinks, and I, I'm not yeah. a huge fan. Anyway. Um, and the way that it doesn't count as an open container is they give it to you in a cup with a straw on it, in it. And there's um, like a little paper cap on the straw. Like they just didn't tear the straw wrapper off all the way. And if as long as that little piece of paper is on, it's not an open container. But if you take it off, it's an open container and you can get pulled over and it's a problem. Yeah, that is bizarre. 
Uh, my bizarre would probably be the listing, uh, the Airbnb listing that we tried to stay at when Aww. we got to New Orleans. Yeah. We had a one day before we were able to stay with Darren, and we booked an Airbnb, and it had a title of private room and bath in Uptown. From that title, you'd assume there's a private bath. That wasn't the case, and it turned out to just kind of not be the type of situation um, that we were looking for. So we we bailed on the Airbnb, which is fine. You can totally do that because the listing wasn't as described, and we you know we sent her a message immediately and and just kind of checked out and found a hotel really easily. So it all worked out. But I thought yeah. it was a little bizarre to explicitly list something that's not true. That was uh, pretty. Bummed. I don't know why you would do that. The house was lovely. Yeah, it was fine. Just but like, do you feel comfortable traipsing down this hallway wrapped in a towel? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, it was a little weird. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to our episode. You can follow us on Instagram at Let's Not Panic. Mm-hmm. And you can follow Adam on Twitter at Adam e. Wolf. And you can follow Maggie at E-M-T-E-E Hall on Twitter. That's and, right. And Maggie to go to Hall on Instagram. Oh, and you can follow Adam on Instagram, too, at Adam A. Wolf. Yeah. You, you can do these things. You can. But really what you should do is review us on, on iTunes. It really, That's really true. helps. Yeah. You know? People have been doing that, um, and it's been going just fine. Someone called Adam it, out no, for mumbling been, oh, <laughs> and it hurt his feelings. Don't tell them that. <laughs> it, I, it's, I'm invulnerable to harm, so that's, mm-hmm. I didn't have my feelings hurt at all. But I am certainly trying to enunciate better. And you did a great job. Yay. Yay, you did it. Um, So, yeah, please rate and review us on iTunes. We'd super appreciate it. It makes us look legitimate. Yeah, it makes us (laughs) feel legitimate, too. Yeah, it makes us feel really good. Yeah. So, thank you guys for listening. Bye, guys.